Thomas. Michael. Now, everybody is on pins and needles. They want to know, this is day two. Are you still a warrior? Did you wake up? Did you run right down to the treadmill and do 40 hard ones? I didn't do 40 hard ones, but I did a half hour on the treadmill. Two days in a row now. Two days in a row now. I did the push-ups yesterday. I may do the push-ups today, but I figure I'll give it a rest every other day on the push-ups. What do you think? That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to let the muscles break down. Okay, I'm doing something right. I'm glad you approve. (laughs) So you did get up today, no coffee, right down, work the treadmill. First thing. Oh, I don't feel as good as I did yesterday. That's okay. I feel like crap. Just look in the mirror and say, (laughs) just look in the mirror and say, Mr. Adonis says good morning. Mr. Adonis to you, my friend. That's right, buddy. That's right. Mr. Adonis. Well, that's a big positive. I'm proud of you. You're my main man, and I want you to be healthy for a long time. And one way to stay healthy is to not get a tick bite by this thing called a Lone Star Tick. I mean, you hear Lone Star Tick, you think to yourself, oh, it's just in Texas, I guess. Wrong. Ticks are terrible. You agree? Sure. Well, this tick does something that is just unfathomable, and I can't stand the possibilities of this. They say that one bite can make people allergic to red meat. Who are they? Scientists. Doctors. Okay. Don't give me a hard time with this. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's the thing that's really scary. This Lone Star tick can be found in many, many states north of the Mason-Dixon. How about that, Thomas? And what does it do? If you get bit by it, you can become allergic to red meat. That's pretty horrible, isn't it? Especially in the beef states like Texas. Right. This is scary stuff, isn't it? I guess Saturday night at the steakhouse is out. You know, it makes you wonder why old good old Noah, Noah and Noah's Ark, let those two ticks on. Why did he do that? Yeah, why did he do that? Mosquitoes, ticks, roaches. We didn't need them, did we? I think the whole ecosystem needs them. All I know is pretty soon you're going to be driving down your neighborhood and you're going to see people mowing their yards in hazmat suits. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> it's getting that bad. Tom and Mike. So did you read about this guy in California? He spent 39 years in prison. He was convicted of killing his ex-girlfriend and her four-year-old son. And after 39 years, Jerry Brown One of the last things he did as governor was pardon this guy because DNA came out and found out that he didn't do it. And guess how much money he's getting out of it? No clue. 21 million. 21 million from the state of California? Yep. How many years did he do? (laughs) What are you going to say? It's worth it? 39. Oh my gosh. That is cray cray. Well, you know what's even crazier than that, Thomas? There's certain states that don't give you anything because a guy was wrongly convicted in Alabama and he did like 29 years and they didn't give him a penny because it's all up to the individual states. California is a state where they add up your earnings. They give you so much for each day you're in there wrongly. So this guy's getting 21 million. Guess how old he is? No clue. 71 years old. Mm. Isn't that a shame? His parents died while he was in prison after mortgaging their home to pay his legal bills. But $21 million sure covers a lot of sins, doesn't it? Kind of like our podcast. And that address is whatsthisworldcomingto.com. Tom and Mike. I'm going to tell you a funny story. You're going to like this. Well, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're tough, man. It's, I got to pull these things out every day for you. So an elderly couple in Texas, we're looking at their retirement monies and everything. And they're saying, you know, we're living this in a retirement facility and we're spending $188 a day. That's what it comes to. So you add that up seven times 188. That's almost a thousand dollars a week just to, to live in this retirement facility. So you know what this guy does? Him and his wife 
move out of the retirement facility, and they move into a Holiday Inn full-time. Listen to this. Instead of paying $188 a day, the average Holiday Inn cost is only $59.23. That leaves him $128 a day for food, laundry, gratuities, and movies. How about that? Genius, I tell you. Not only that, it has free breakfast. They have a pool. They have a spa. They have a workout place. I mean, think about that. Isn't that a wonderful idea? And all the bed bugs you can sleep with. Wow, now come on. (laughs) When you hear stories like this, you think people might start doing stuff like this all the time? 220, 221, whatever works. Plus, you get free toothpaste, razors, shampoo, and soap. You got to think about these things. You do? Washer and dryer. All that stuff comes free at a Holiday Inn. You should do ads for the Holiday Inn. They should be a sponsor. Hey, old people, forget about that nursing home. Forget about that assisted living place. Forget about that a place for mom. Come on over to the Holiday Inn. And here's the best part. When you hit the call button at 3 a.m., they'll bring you ice and maybe an extra pillow, not an ambulance. How about that? Yeah, and if you fall and you can't get up, just have the janitor come. Yeah. Just have the maintenance guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Tom and Mike. All right, you got to explain this one to me. This is another thing that involves money. A couple months ago, somebody won $1.5 billion in the South Carolina lottery, okay? $1.5 billion. That's B as in B as in- Wow. Right. Here's the problem. In a couple weeks, that ends because nobody has claimed the ticket. Mm. Maybe they're trying to get the divorce finalized before claiming it. Oh, they're going to wait to the last minute. Right. Only you with your larceny brain would think about that. Or maybe it takes a long time. You remove the numbers off from your home and mailbox. That way your long lost relatives can't find you. Ever think of that? $1.5 billion. Yep. I think I'd have a little bit of money for my long lost relatives. What about you? <laughs> maybe it was a 17-year-old kid that bought it illegally and he's waiting to turn 18 next month so he can illegally claim it. How about that? I like it. Or... How about South Carolina should check and look for heart attacks on the day of the drawing? That could be a possibility, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you think you might have a heart attack if you were like- I, I, uh, I could have the big one right now. Right there, Ellen. Right there. I don't know. So what happens? Now that South Carolina doesn't get the tax from that, do they, I don't know if they roll it over. but Yeah, they uh, roll it over. It becomes a bigger pot next time. Right. And you know all about pot. Tom and Mike. They were looking at some old buildings up in Antarctic the other day, right, recently. They walked into one, and they found this old tin box. Who's they? These people that were going to tear down these old buildings that hadn't been used in hundreds of, in, in about 100 years, right? So they go up there, and they, they clean out the room, and there's this tin box. They open up the tin box. Lo and behold, guess what's in there? A fruitcake. Actually, they say it's in better shape than the tin box. <laughs> I can believe that. It's 106 years old, Thomas, and they said... It was from an expedition that went up there in 1910, and it was well-preserved, more than the tin box. And Fruitcake's still good? Fruitcake was still edible. They said it had a little bit of a smell to it, but it's still... They said because of the, the weather up there, it was so cold that it kind of preserved it like a refrigerator. So fruitcake's kind of like fine wine. It just gets better over time, huh? Right. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you and the family sat around and had a nice piece of fruitcake? Nobody likes fruitcake in my home except for me. How about you? No, I can't stand it. I don't even know what those things are in it. Those little green and red things. What are they? Candied fruits. Oh, disgusting. You really (laughs) like that stuff? You know, during the holidays, yeah, I do. Call me weird. I am the Renaissance man, by the way. I know. Some things that people absolutely hate, I love. And some things like truffle that people absolutely love, I hate. So... 
There's no figuring me out. You'll never be able to do it. Well, all I know is there's a lot about fruitcake that it, some poor guy had to drag it all the way up the Antarctica just to get rid of it, right? That's right. Fruitcake. I like fruitcake. You do? I hang out with you. Huh. Uh, that's real funny. You know what? I love you, man. You do? And I mean that from the heart of my bottom. Yeah, wait till people know what happens after we get off the air. You yell at me. <laughs> I don't yell Yes, you do. It's called Tough Love. It's nothing but love for you, man. You know our nickname for you, Terrible Tom. No. Yes, Tyrant Tom. No. Yeah, unless you have your coffee in the morning, you are tough to deal with. I had my coffee this morning. But I got to tell you one thing about you, and this is the truth people might not know about you. Even though every now and then you do lose your temper, you are one of those people that can, you know, in a couple minutes later, shrug it off and apologize or, you know, be sweet and sympathetic again. So... That's good. It's a good quality to have. So I'm a softie. Yeah, basically. Nails on the outside, my pillow on the inside. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Tom and Mike. So I got another millennial story for you. We love those. Yes, we do. Because hopefully a few of those are listening to us. They just did a Yelp study. Yelp. I don't think it's credible at all. You always tell me to substantiate what I'm talking about, so I... Make sure I do. So Yelp did a study of 4,000. But they have no credibility, at, okay, least in, well, at least in my mind. I know it's a big company. It's a big review service. But you know what? I know food. And Yelp mostly is reviews on restaurants and stuff like that. And well, this is technically food, too, because they interviewed 4,000 single millennials. And they asked them, what's their preferred food for single millennials after a late night hookup? What do you think their number one thing was by far? I'm thinking some type of bacon and eggs kind of thing. Wrongo. Pizza. Pizza. 75% said pizza, followed by ice cream, then pasta, then tacos. See, I know my millennials. <laughs> Never would have guessed any of those. Yeah. Am I the only one that just wants to go to sleep after sex? Unfortunately, my wife just wants to sleep before sex. How about that? Now I know why you don't have any kids. You know what the biggest turnoff for potential late night partners and millennials? What? Loud chewing or chewing with your mouth open. Mm. I don't think that happens to many people, does it? Yeah, I could see that. You do? You know, I have food allergies and typically I sneeze, especially after, you know, a couple of glasses of wine. I think it's the sulfites in the wine. Right. And it's just disgusting for my wife. Wine kind of puts you in the mood. Yep. And then the sneezing just kills the whole thing. Yep. So... Mr. Sneezer. You know, sex is a little bit like pizza. When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's still pretty good. Right, pal? That's what you tell me. Yeah, that's what it's. Uh, hey, it, we do what we do. You know, millennials also prefer pizza-flavored vaping. How about that? Pizza-flavored vaping. <laughs> there you go. Oh, now that sounds disgusting. So next time you and Karen do the big D, get it the nice big slice of pizza. You'll maintain that good euphoric feeling into the late night, right? Right. You like it, don't the you? The big D. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> oh, you got me all confused right now. Oh, boy. Tom and Mike.